Annyeonghaseyo. Welcome to Afternoona Uncensored, unscripted, unedited, and uninterrupted. So let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> I didn't have. I didn't have anything quippy. I was hoping somebody else was going to step in. Um, mm, let's see. You're like the queen of quips. Um, I just, <laughs> I just listened to right before we started. I just listened to your husband on a podcast mm. talking about birds. Yeah, he sounded great. Why is uh, he not doing like a? He is so good at that. Yeah, and so he, didn't he do a chill? Wait, he did a children's book or no? What did he do? He did a short animation film as the That's narrator. It. It, That's right. it. Where I didn't know it was him and I watched it and I was like, that person has a great radio voice. <laughs> and he was like waiting and like looking at me weird. And then he's like, wait, are you kidding? And I was like, no, it's really good. No idea it was him. <laughs> I have told you he's, I've had a crush on little oh, Aussie oh, Nick for a long time. He's like the, and then, he's like the Australian like Sigourney Weaver, like narrating I will send documentaries. Him, yeah, I'll send him to you, Megan. With yeah, a please. You can have you can have Neil because you want to know you want to no, hold up. You want to know what he is doing. I'm sorry. I just need to tell you. You want to know what he's doing now? Remember, mm-hmm. he's got the whole like, oh, my body age is thirty six, and oh, and he's like, Dane's big brother. Yeah, and he's Dane's big brother, <laughs> and he's you want to know? What, so he had this like, I would never patch. let that go if that happened to me. Just so you know, I, I know. You know, he had a patch on like the back of his arm, and I was like, are you? It looks like you're wearing like, like a, a like patch? a diabetic, yeah, like a di no, like a like the diabetic because it was like raised. Like a like the diabetes monitors. What what are those things? You know what I'm talking about. Like a blood sugar monitor. And he's like, it is a continuous glucose monitor. And I was like, why? <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take it. So he's wearing a continuous glucose monitor just for funsies. But like, but for what? Just to check his blood spikes? sugar? Yeah. Yeah. He's like very fascinated about what he eats and how it affects his blood sugar. So just for funsies, he's wearing a continuous. Like he's not changing a behavior based on it. He just wants to no. know. No, he is. He has not changed how he eats. This is just for all. observation. Just, just is, observation. Is he finding himself very satisfied with his blood sugar levels, though? I like, think is, he's. Is he uh, eating it and then like it's like rewarding like, mm, him by yes. being like, "Good job, <laughs> yes, yeah." Like I don't, I don't, I, I, I got to be honest. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. After I found out what he's doing, I have not proceeded to, like, ask more questions. Because he'll talk about Cause, it then. Because he'll talk about it. And <laughs> I don't care. Although I did say, so he's like, my body age is 36. And I was like, well, you know what? Your face age is older <laughs> than mine. And I, like, pointed to, like, my array of, like, face creams and retinol. I was like... I want to know if there is a face age test because I would beat you because your face feels like alligator skin. <laughs> You'd be like, Neil, you chose body. I chose face. Yeah, that's what I said to him. <laughs> I go, you chose body. I chose face. So that's all. I'm sorry. I don't want to take away from you're, Nick. You're like, I no, might I be mean, huffing tracks. and puffing, climbing up a mountain, but I look right. great. <laughs> I'm dewy. I'm my, dewy. <laughs> my pores are cleansed. <laughs> I'm toned. <laughs> I am so dewy. 
Anyway. Um, sorry. And you are no. not taking away from Nick. We don't, I mean, look, the TLDR, I can put it in the show notes. He, I put it in Patreon because it was a funny story last night, which was, he was like, oh, I'm going to be on radio news, like live radio New Zealand or something. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, send me a link. And so he did. And I was listening to it and I was like, you know, and it's pretty short. It's like 15 minutes. And it's about how he does acoustic monitoring of birds, which the TLDR to that is that they like put microphones out and they're monitoring birds to see what birds are in islands. Anyway, lovely Kiwi accent talking to him with his little whatever accent. And then I was like, okay, I'm like, you know, you sound really good. And I'm like, and I always just am impressed. He's a good communicator when it comes to science. Yes. And he cosplays as a very animated, lively person. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so I was listening to it like, wow. I'm like, you know, you should really just think about, like, you could do a great science podcast, like breaking down complex things. And he just literally looked up from a crossword he was doing and just goes, no. And looks back down. And I was like, <laughs> well, he said, nar, right? Nar. nar. No, he's even lost that good part of his accent. <laughs> so we don't even get the nar. We, I just got no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, excuse sounds, me for breathing. <laughs> he sounds so good. And he sounds very, not excite. Like, he he's sounds animated. so like He's animated. He sounds like it. animated. Cal- yes. It's like a calmed down Steve Irwin. Yeah, he's like excited about what he's doing. I I think that is a great description. Oh my gosh! Anyway, now I mean, you're gonna want. I like now I want to hear him. Nick say "crikey." <laughs> oh God, God, no. please don't. <laughs> you know, or I mean, he probably is saying, "Please don't." I'd love to hear him, but um, yeah, he sounded he sounded great. I listened to it today, and I don't really follow what he's saying. No, I don't know what he he's saying. Break it down. Yeah, he does break it down, but I I start to zone out. I just listen. I just listen to the melody of his voice, which I think is great. I don't hear it and get charmed anymore. I don't think he hears me and gets particularly charmed. I think we're way past that. Um, I'm very charmed by Nick's voice when um, he talks about birds. <laughs> I don't know what's my mom. Actually, I got really obsessed. There was like a kid on uh, Instagram or like one of these reels going around. It was like a baby Scottish kid. And I was like obsessed with it this week. It was like a little kid talking about eating sausages. Um, I would love that. I think and I've I seen like, it. Yeah, with the accent. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes, I'm like the baby Scottish accent is amazing. It is. I am always blown away by young children with overseas accents. I understand that that is reality, but I'm like, <laughs> I know. no, this it's true. It's true. It's just I mean, weird. Like, oh, it's weird. I think they're child actors. Like, yes. I and, and I'm not <laughs> saying it's weird that they have accents. It's just weird to my ears to hear Same. a small person with that beautiful accent. Same. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Australia. Like, yeah, this is us just being like American asshole. Like, I'm not even saying Americans better. I'm just saying, yes, I know what you're saying. And when I first started, like, you well, know, no, it's like you're, my, you're my, immune to it now. Yeah. But when my friends in Australia first started having kids, I would go and see their kids and the difference would be that they're like delight, like their kid could be a little nasty shit burger monster. I mean, they're not, but you know, all kids kind of are. And then it would be like, excuse me, can you just like not take that peanut butter and stick it up your butthole kid? And they'd be like, pardon? Whereas my kids would be like, what? 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 (laughs) And I was like, even if I had trained them all just to go, pardon, anything would have been so much cuter. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. So my kids just sound super rude when we go to Australia because all the other children are like, pardon me. And they're like, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> like a dying cockatiel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have some news, right, Leah? Some book yes. news. Oh, I was going to say, my first news was I did discover a new dinner recipe. I mean, if you want to share it. Oh, stop it. Oh, my God. Oh, my. So we are (laughs) sausage Caesar salad to this. I feel like we've gone downhill. We've definitely gone downhill because I, I you're like, you're like, I see the sausage Caesar salad and I raise you this. I think I should be doing a cookbook called. Oh, my God. Cook Hacks. Or eating like you're 20. When you're not. When you're or just like 40-year-old struggle meals. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight I'm on campus to record. And I took a bag of rice from the food <laughs> from the food pantry at my work. It was at my it's in my office. I mean, come on, it's fine. And I brought it home and I put curry in it and I microwaved it, and then I felt like it looked a little bland, so I put Cheez-Its in it. <laughs> of all things. Fucking and that's what I was eating. Not peas, not broccoli, fucking cheese. I didn't, if I had it, I would consider it, but I'm in an, I'm like, all I have is leftover birthday cake from my kids' birthdays. And you didn't just, put like, that in there? I did not, I don't really like cake. So. But he put, I was, you like, put it with a little curry cake. and rice, and it might be a whole a new cur- world. <laughs> Yeah, maybe some chocolate cake with curry. Gross. No, probably not. Ugh. <laughs> but, okay. So this is like, I think this could be the good segue. Okay. To our Uncensored, which has no theme. Right. No, we have no <laughs> so, theme. Correct. Um, so a segue just to talking more about creative content, which is yeah. what people come to listen to. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. So, in 2017, I post, I've written, oh, okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to just make it simple. In 2017, I published the first of a three-book hockey series. They were very short books. They were about a fictional team, the Denver Hellions, and the first book is called Mr. Hockey. And they were very tropey. And the first book was essentially the idea of like what would happen if a super fan got a chance to like date their idol, for lack of a better word. This was very pre BTS right? as well. I, I know, but add. I love how I love how it connects. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, let's say that you have somebody who's just like a major hockey fan. So that was my heroine. She's a librarian, loves hockey, but she really just has a huge crush on one player who comes to a literacy event and they connect and some sparks fly. And, you know, what do you do if you're, like, have a cardboard cutout of that dude at the house? Like, you know, like, that's an awkward thing. It's so thing her because, private like, life. You're like, like it's yeah. her private life. You're like, I feel like this is all foreshadowing. <laughs> it was. Except in her private life, she just has that. She's not dating the guy. Like, it would right. be like she's if it was She's not dating the, the guy. She's true. Like, right. True. Yeah. True. So it's kind of ser- like, you're like, do I out myself and look like I'm dating you because of this? Or oh. do I hide it but then i look like a creepy serial killer decisions decisions and then the second book is enemies to lovers and the third book is a virgin hero so anyway the books came out they had their little moment and then that was it and in romance 
like most commercial fiction, like most dramas, honestly, I think this is a great correlation. Like romantic writing is the same as like with K-drama, like something comes out, like if a drama came out in 2017, we'd be talking about it as a, like a way, way back drama at this point. Like, yeah. you know, back in the olden days of six years ago. Right. What? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so <clears throat> like the book was done. Cue a couple of weeks ago where, and your you editor, know, pub- your editor left, right? Oh yeah, so, like, my editor you left. You had like, no the- more connection to this publisher. No more connection to this book. Yeah, this publisher, like, and I actually at that point, at the end of the series, is when I stopped publishing under Leah Riley as well. I've done books since under like other pen names as like ghostwriting contracts, but I really pivoted to like having like a book packaging company. Did that? I still do that. And, you know, so I haven't been actively writing under Leah Riley. I've been like looking to bring it back, but like haven't really, I hadn't found the right thing to do. So a couple of weeks ago, just out of the blue, I get this person who contacted me, who's like a junior editor there and was like, hey, we want to redo the covers for the hockey books and like give them kind of like a new lease on life. And it was like, okay, well, that's exciting. I've never had anyone make me a new cover. It's a pretty you know, it's been so long, I kind of like was surprised that they were going to. And then they were like, Oh, and we're going to give it an audio, like we want to do audio with it. And it was like, Oh, that's great. And then they're like, Oh, and we've just sold it to Poland and Spain. I was like, Well, this is even better. Like, you didn't yeah. tell me that I didn't yeah, hear that. Yeah. Born right. Oh, yeah. my God. And then they're like, Oh, and we were giving it a print deal. Oh, and we're putting it into Target. And I was, or in Target's bought copies. And so I just wanted to say, and this isn't like, because I feel like I like wanted to be excited about it, but I also didn't want to look like I was braggy about it because I don't no. feel braggy, but I no. also feel you like. you need to be excited about it. It's something to be excited about. Of course. And where I'm trying to acknowledge growth. And this is, I guess, yeah. my point is that I feel like if I went back in time to like kind of like my debut writing time to like kind of like the end of that, like chapter one of Leah Riley let's say. And I'm talking about myself like a third person because it's a pen name. So that's also okay. I'm not being douchey about it. <laughs> it's like, um, I felt like I was like, I tried to downplay things because I never wanted to get disappointed. And I also felt like there were times where like I was given a chance and that chance didn't maybe go so well. And I like felt kind of bad. Like maybe I like squandered people's goodwill in me. Like I just never felt like I like blew up like my books would like do okay but I just would so I think I like had times where I'm like am I cursed like is it just me is it like what I like all these things and so this hiatus I've taken to like just work in creativity but like not actively be like kind of in that saga production I feel like okay I feel like this is now coming back like the wheels are like everything's kind of lurching back to life a little bit in terms of publishing for me, which is exciting. But I'm like, okay, this time I don't want to be like a fucking egotistic monster. I have a lot of self doubt, but I don't want to like feed that part of it. I want to feed like the good thought part of it. Cause I'm like, well, what's the worst that's like, I might as well (laughs) be excited. Yeah, for sure. We've all had books that flop. That's the worst that can happen. And we've all gotten over Mm. it. So, and I mean, I've had book, I've had books probably, yeah, you get the target check, who gives a shit? (laughs) Yeah, I've had books flop so hard that like, it's almost like you just threw them off the diving board and they like belly flopped so bad. Like where I was like, we've all, we've, I mean, it's just, (laughs) I got an email, it's part of this. I got an email from my editor after week one and she sent to me and my agent. This was was not a nice editor though. 
No, but she was like, where are you? You promised us that Megan had readers. Where are they? These sales are terrible. And I was like, fuck if I know. (laughs) What do you want me to do? I wrote the book that you bought. I don't know what you want me to do. Oh, my God. Anyway. I did not know that somebody wrote you and said that. Oh, it was awful. To me and my agent. (laughs) I have... I have a suspicion of who it is. I know. And shall not I know speak who it's. Yeah, I'm not going to say the name, but I'm I'm positive who it is. Yeah, you know, you guys know. Yeah, I hope it's somebody who's no longer actively working. In it's publishing. a publishing. Well, it's a publishing house that we, the three of us, have had experiences with and don't like. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off. Oh, not, that's yeah, not okay. okay. That's not who I was expecting. But now, it, now it does okay. make sense. I'm going to like. No, I know who it, it out, is. I know who it is. <gasps> now I know who, I it, know who is. it is. Oh my god! Yep. I know who it is. It wasn't my first. My first thought was who you thought, Leah. Yeah. Okay. No. Even worse. Oh. I know. So terrible. <laughs> so yeah. And here's the thing: is that like yeah. When you're the content producer, people just you're getting the dumps. Like mm-hmm. if somebody mm-hmm. doesn't like the book, it's your fault. Which fair. If the book doesn't sell, though, and the publishing house comes back to you, like, what's up? I'm like, well, I don't know. You're the people with the fucking, like, You're the ones with the money to market it. You're the ones with the money to market it and put it out there. You're the ones with the capital. What do you want me to do? I don't know. I I made the story. Like, you have to get people to buy it. Yeah. Like, I delivered what I promised. And that is really all I can do for the most part. Especially when it's, like, a big... A, a big publisher this was this was mm-hmm. yes. one of the top publishers yes. they have a lot of money yes <laughs> and it's but but no it was who are who readers? none of who none of us work with anymore <laughs> no <laughs> but and look i like i want you to be happy and i'm saying this like obviously i'm i'm envious i the publisher that's repackaging for you i have six books with them <laughs> they have well, not reached out to me but i don't I like, I think I can also, I can be envious, but I can, and at the same time, be so super happy of course. for you. Just because I want it to happen to me. There's doesn't room mean I don't for everybody at the table. Yeah. And that's room. what's hard to understand 100%. in this. And yeah. a rising tide lifts all boats. That's what but, I always say. This is very true. And it's not like they were like, you know what? And I mean, this is where like, I'm like, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to be very careful not to denigrate myself. You should. But I'm also a realist. It wasn't like they were like, you know what? The world just needs... <laughs> You know, I was just thinking, <laughs> Leah Riley just needs that comeback. Let's just really invest in her. I think what happened is hockey books have begun to just be the thing. Yeah. And they were somebody, I don't know how they realized it, but they were like, hey, we have this like dusty old hockey <laughs> series here that like we didn't even pay royalties. Like, you know, or like we didn't even give an advance to. Yeah. Like, so like pay her for this. So. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I'm making royalties on it, but like, yeah, it was like a no advance deal. They're like, probably yeah. like, let's dust this off. And but they're investing in it. Like newcomers, and now they're, a and now they're run, audio. No, now they're yeah. full, no, no. I mean, this is what's wild. Is like now I'm getting like a very lovely investment, like promo, all this stuff, and I'm like, huh. So first of all, is Goonies never say die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's lesson one. Lesson mm-hmm. two is we can all be zombies if we just manifest the fuck out of it. Which mm-hmm. is I I do think manifestation at this point I am becoming a manifesting believer. I have now manifested soul which is happening in three weeks oh my god i can't believe it's three weeks jesus i have my would you rather tonight is is about your trip to soul by the way okay and then yeah manifested like books like i'm just again there's a lot of shit in my life i'm eating cheetos out of a bowl (laughs) cheese it it. sorry next time try cheetos (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm eating cheese Cheez-Its with a spoon and rice. So I just <laughs> want to really be clear. Like where we're how at. things are going. <laughs> yeah, so we take the wins. Of course. And I guess I want everyone to look for where their wins are coming and when their ship is coming. And when that ship comes, look, call it a fucking cruise. Don't call it a ferry. <laughs> You jump on it and be like, this is a goddamn cruise. We're sorry, Megan. It was a cruise. If it was a cruise for you, it was a cruise. It was a goddamn cruise. It was a goddamn cruise. Thank you. And I, at this point, that's I feel like that's the life lesson here is yeah. never call it a ferry. When your ship comes in, you just call it a fucking cruise. Always. It's always just like... Uh... <laughs> Well, look, I love that. And so I, I want to, I was going to tell you guys this off air and then I was like, no, I'll just tell you on air. It's fine. Um, so sorry. I have to clear my throat. It's going to be in here. <laughs> oh, I we don't edit these. Cry. Clear your throats. It's in here. Okay. Um, so my agent, I, so I've written obviously under Ella now and I've self-published for two years and so i haven't written anything under megan erickson for a long time definitely haven't sold traditionally under megan erickson for a good three to four years and uh but i've had this uh, i've had this book idea on the back burner for a long time um it would have like romantic elements in it but it's not like a romance which is what i've obviously always written um humans it's yeah but there's there's like there's kind of like magical realism paranormal elements and um, it's kind of like uh, inspired by like the Pennsylvania Dutch witch doctors of which I'm, you've been talking about I'm this for a long time. Yeah, this yeah, I've been talking. Okay, yes. then I've been talking about this yes. book for a long time. Like I'm talking like five to six years. I've been talking about writing this book, and my agent wrote me today, and I feel like normally she's a little bit more. Uh, uh, her word, I don't know how to explain it she's maybe normally a little bit more like just like friendly conversational and i think she was having a little bit of a like she's like what's just tell me like now like are you ever gonna write are you ever basically gonna give me anything to sell like ever and she has every right to ask me that like i don't she and she wasn't that blunt but she was very i could tell she was like throw me a bone like are you are and like let me know what your plan is and i it was funny because uh i listened to uh, it's bananas podcast and she talks about like bravery and uh i don't i don't remember which which podcast it was if it's like two ago or one ago and i i knew as soon as i told my agent i had a book idea she's like a dog with a bone that's just like the way she is mm-hmm. um so i have avoided telling her about this book idea for five years <laughs> <laughs> and i've written like a chapter uh i have like three different synopses depending on how i want the story to go i have multitudes of research i have like five books stacked uh all about this like subject so i was like you know what i'm feeling brave today so i wrote her and i was like uh i described it as like a multi-generational murder mystery with romantic and paranormal elements based on like pennsylvania witch doctors pennsylvania dutch witch doctors sold and i was like do you want do you, do you want me to present like a synopsis to you? Because a lot of times when you have an agent, uh, you don't, especially if you've been working with that agent for a while and you've been published before, you're not writing an entire book 
and then giving it to your agent. No, if you're, if you're published, you're writing, editors know you can write a book. And that's basically why right. you would have to go on submission with a full book. But <laughs> Right. But uh, most of my books have been sold on like proposal or like first three chapters or yeah. something like that. I haven't really sent a full book in a long time. But anyway, so she, so I was like, do you, do you want me to like work something up? And of course, I and I kind of knew it. She wrote back right away. And she was like, yes, give me give me a synopsis in three chapters right now. <laughs> and I knew it. And and I kind of got the email from her. And I was thinking like, fuck, what did I just do? Because she, she'll email me once a month, mm-hmm. maybe once a week. She will email me and she was like, where's the book? She will like, and maybe that's that's like a good thing. I'm not saying that that's mm-hmm. like, that's her job. Obviously, she doesn't make money unless I make money. But I felt brave. And it's something that I didn't know. Like, I love what I write now. And I don't think there's anything wrong with writing commercial fiction that I do. Um, but that doesn't mean that, like, creatively, I don't want to do other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked about that on the podcast before. Um, but I also am really terrified. Like, what if it just fucking sucks? Like, what if I can't actually write Right. This? But you know what? You know what I mean? If you don't terrifying. write it at all, same scenario. Well, I know. I know, right? Because it's like if I the the thing is this is the way. So for a long time before I ever wrote a book, so in like my twenties, I remember like reading books and thinking I can write better than this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, wait, why am I saying that when I've never written a fucking book? Like, who am I? And I think part of it is when it's still like a goal or a dream, mm-hmm. you can give it success in the future. Mm-hmm. But when you actually like try, like you actually write it mm-hmm. and you put it out there, then it becomes real. Then it's either mm-hmm. going to succeed or fail or somewhere in between. But it's like you don't, you can't give it that like uh, ideal. Oh, this is the book that's going to make me uh, like famous. It's and hard world. to place. I don't know. It's hard not to place that on like when you have this like grandiose idea and you mm-hmm. want it to be that thing, right? Right, because. I mean, that's, I feel like we've all, even though we've all had like different trajectories in our writing careers, we've all sort of swam in the same sort of middle of the deep end. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. mid-listing, where we've done well enough to get to keep doing this, but Mm -hmm. there's been no skyrocketing, which Mm -hmm. is fine. But everybody wants. It's not fine. It's, I know. I was saying, but everybody, <laughs> everybody kidding. wants to skyrocket. And so, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is when you get that new idea, it's hard not to put that amount of hope into it. But I think you should. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I mean, so I, I, so, and I knew, and I think I avoided telling her about it because I knew she'd bug me about it. Because then you'd have to write bugging, it. You know, because she's still bugging me about this other book idea that I've given up. A long time ago and it, she is still emailing me about it good every six months so like she's like did you do anything about this yet and i was like i am so like that book's okay done. but i think like, you I'm need to write going. this one i do i do too i know i've been talking about it for a while i have like i have so many notes on it i know but anyway i just was like you know what today i kind of like took the leap and told her and it's a big deal to tell other people too for yes. sure i feel like when you're a creative um that's hard to do. It's hard to actually tell other people, oh, I have this idea. And then like, especially when you can't explain it well, and you're like floundering for your words, and they kind of look at you like, that sounds weird, or that doesn't sound very good. But um, it's just, it's hard to actually verbalize, oh, I have this, I have this idea. 
Yes. Because I think that sometimes I think that like movies, shows, they give creative people like we're like the punchline. You know, we're the punchline at a party where we come in and we're like, well, I have this amazing idea for like a script for like a play and people are like oh that's that crazy like creative over there and um so i think that's often like the case i still always like feel like that and i shouldn't no you You should not but i'm glad this is yeah i would say i'm glad that i'm glad that you were brave and i'm glad that you wrote wrote her and i'm glad that she's gonna get on you to write it she will she'll bug the shit out of me i have a segue I was going to say thank you, Becky, from It's Bananas and your bravery yes. podcast. Yes. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, inspiring little Megan. Yay. To rise she again. She does. I love her podcast. I love her podcast. It seriously is like, I listen to it and it's like my soothing little self-care time. <laughs> so that is It's Bananas with the Fruit Maven, Becky, in our yeah. network, Studio Afterglow. Yeah, yeah. TM, trademark. <laughs> so what i was gonna do to segue is gonna say you know who is not afraid to be creative and give us all of their ideas oh Oh, (laughs) good segue (laughs) right is our patrons on our patreon because it has become now this is this is how uncensored kind of works now and i freaking love it is we put a call out on patreon a couple days before we're going to record our uncensored and we ask for whatever they want, basically. What do you want to know? What do you want us to talk about? Um, and I am always blown away with what they come up with. Like, to the point of, like, sitting and cackling in my cubicle at work yesterday at some of the things that I was reading. Um, so much fun. And so we are going to um, address some of the things that come up on the Patreon. I do want to let patrons know that um, – some things we might not address because they're big enough for a full episode. So we're just going to take your ideas and run with them for long form. And we appreciate that too. Yeah. Cause there was a, uh, expe- like one specific, I mean, there were several, but yeah. one specifically that I actually put in our like show brainstorming, uh, like file was, I was like, we got to do this. Yeah. This is a great idea. So yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll be on there. But can I start before we get to the Patreon? Can I start because yeah. I have a this or that for Leah that just kind of came to me today based on a question that I asked her. Um, <laughs> cause it was a funny, yeah, I was like Nick, I was like Nick basically when you asked <laughs> you're, me. You're like, absolutely not. Yeah. So no. Leah sent me, um, she shared with me in Messenger on Instagram um, a clip from The Rose singing their song Back to Me. They've been doing this thing where they're dropping like double music videos, which I freaking love. Like, please keep doing more. Um, so there's always there's already a video for Back to Me. But there was like a 10 second clip of here's another version of Back to Me that's coming. And it's raining and Wusung is drenched in a see-through soaked white shirt standing in front of Magic Land. <laughs> Magic? No way! Oh my god! And this so, is from The Sound of Music for those Sound of, of Magic, not, not The Sound, sound of Magic. Music. The sound, sound of Magic for those of you not lucky. The hills are not seen. alive in The Sound Wait, of it Magic. It was in it was in um, Minimdong too. What's the other one? It's Minimdong, it's in more than yes. it's in more than just those two. It's in a bunch. Those, yeah. So but it's apparently ab- if they're in that, I'm not going to like the drama. It's an abandoned <laughs> amusement park. So that I I said, I said, are you going to make it to Magic Land for your trip? And her response was, absolutely not. 
I'm not even going to lift a finger to try. No. So then here's no. so then here's my here's my question for you. Would you rather go all the way to Seoul but have to spend every day at Magic Land? <laughs> Or never go to Seoul, but become fluent in Korean in a day. Oh, fluent in Korean in a day. I could go to Busan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could I could go to Jeju Island. <laughs> yeah, I can go to Jeju Island and go swim swim. <laughs> no, I do not. Oh, my God. I mean, I would go to Magic Land, like, if I was with both of you and we were on, like, a fun-filled vacation. I'm going to be in Seoul for six days so i am not going to use one of these very short <laughs> limited time periods to trek out and go walk around magic land but thank you that's that was amazing. a great question yeah that's a really good this or that that's very funny i on i personally would put magic land at like the top of my visit list i'm dead, I'm dead. <laughs> serious guys i want to go so bad amazing Okay, I, I, I want to sit on a horse and pretend I'm flying through the air. Jesus, Chongguk. It wasn't even yeah. good when we watched. No, God, I judge you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to relive Sound of Magic by any means, but I do want to go to Magic Land. Yeah. Okay, so I have some um, mate, Mary mate murders, but this is a fun one. I'm going to do one version from Patreon, and then I'm going to flip it with another Patreon, like, who gave another version of the same question. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. I, I know what you're so, talking about. I like it. Okay. This is because this is my first life. So, mate, marry, murder with Sehi, Sangu, and Boknam. No, I'm... <laughs> and there was... <laughs> I have beef with this. <laughs> because, because there's no... <laughs> there's no one song. Yes. And I feel like... I would just give it up. I would give all of those up for him. For like one conversation with one suck. I with one suck. So even though he said apologies to one suck, you would just take it all and throw it out the door for one suck. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. So, but I'll still do the Mary Mate murder. Okay. But okay. I'm just saying I'm doing it under pro- I'm doing it under protest. But you're allowed to say it. None one suck. Team one suck. <laughs> I, I am team one suck. But no, I'll still do okay. it. But go go ahead, Amy. No, I don't. I'm. This is. I think it's hard. Yeah. Like who am I gonna murder? Um, I mean, <sighs> this is gonna, this. I I think I know. <laughs> I mean, I got uh, my, I got mine pretty easily. Um, I just gotta so be stone I cold. would. Uh, I can we would, can we take age out of the question here? Because yeah, I'm gonna be a dirty age. Ajima. Right. Well, duh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jesus, God, that's without saying. All right. <laughs> this is terrible. I feel very <laughs> bad. Gonna... I feel bad about my. Choice. I know. That's kind of. I'm... I feel really guilty, but I'm gonna marry Sangu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Same. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I, with this. Yep. I'm gonna... I think I'm the same. Oh, no. I'm gonna mate. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I wanted you to say. He... I wanted you to say it first. Yeah. I wanted you. Why did I have to be the <laughs> I'm like, I have to see if somebody's going to do it the same as me so I don't have to say it yeah. first. That's it. I mean, I, I ugh, that's it. You know. Sangu's going to hold my purse in a lingerie shop. Like, that's, that's okay, husband material. You know what? I agree. 
I am going to shake it up a little bit just because I got, I, I'm not going to have us all three go down Kel and Sehi. So I'm going to marry Sehi because you know what? I like talking and not talking. <laughs> so, you know, I think he would be actually a great. I husband. do too, but we had to pick one. Yeah. Yeah. So in this case, I'm like, look, he would deal with my family. He would give me a lot of space. I could do my hobbies. And I think when Absolutely. you got him riled up, he would fuck like a rock star. So, Sungu, yeah. though, like, I'd get him drunk and mate him. Like, that would be, like, a fun, sloppy, like, make out, like, hook up. You're going to kill Baknam? Poor Baknam. Baknam, <gasps> look, is he adorable? Yes. Do I love his little cute face and he's in the army soon he's going to come out? Yes. But, look, Kim and Q... You just didn't give enough to the performance that the other two did. They didn't so give him case, enough screen time they, to do no, it. <laughs> well, fair, but that means I feel less bad. Okay. So he gets the machete through the heart. <laughs> okay. So let me say this. If it was, okay, if it was Mary Mate Murder with, say, he, okay, Songu, no, this, okay, okay. and Wan Suck, yes. can I do that one? Sure. Because I would, I would marry Wan Suck. I want him forever. I would kill Songu <laughs> and I would mate Sehi. Interesting. That is it changes the whole. It changes the whole equation. Or right, do the flip. Do the flip. Do the flip. Okay, so now we have the flip. So we had somebody else go with like the female cast side, which is Mary Mate yeah. Murder, Jiho, Suji, and Hora. This I is got- easy. For me, it's very easy. I'm going to mate the hell out of Suji. <laughs> um, wait. Suji? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I got the names right. You're wrong. You're, yeah. you're correct. Yes, yes, yes. I got the Isom names right. is, I've had a crush on her since Black Knight. Like, oh, she's so great. Yeah. She's hot. <sighs> so hot. I'm going to mate her just yep. because she, I mean, like, I'm happy for her in Sangu, but she she is an independent woman who needs her space. And so she's not, for me, ideal wife material. Correct. Because I, I don't know. I, she, yeah, she's good for Sangu. Um, yep. So I'm going to mate her. I am going to... Um, I'm going to marry Horang. What? <laughs> and I'm going to kill Jiho. <gasps> no and I'm here's sorry. here's why here's why okay i need an explanation yes so and i love her like jung so men have had the biggest crush on her since alchemy of souls but mm-hmm. we had a great comment from a viewer about the way she treated her autistically coded possibly autistically coded husband at the end, right? And wanting to get mm-hmm. just like the feels out of him when he's a man mm-hmm. who doesn't operate that way. And that kind of turned me a little bit on her as far as is she a good wife? Mm-hmm. I want her to grow to understand Sehi and be a good wife to him. And because it's all about expectations, right? She expected something for him that is not in his like chemical makeup to give. Right? Like, she had to bring him to tears, literally, to drunk tears, to get emotion out of him. And I understood that she needed that from him. But 
I wasn't happy with the way she did it. So I murdered the leads. I mean, look, that is fair, but I could never marry Ho Rong. Look, I think Ho Rong is fantastic. I, if I had to live with her, I would smother her with a pillow. <laughs> I could not see. Deal. I think she. I would marry Ji Ho. That's I it. think Ho Rong grew and learned. So to a yeah, I know. Still, she I know. Crazy. I know. But I think like she was great. Like they were a great couple. Like I'm just saying for me personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. her and I, I actually think I'm like Ho Rong. That's the problem. Like I actually mm. think I'm a lot like her. We would. We would drive each other crazy. There's just no. Yeah, and like, I'm not. I, I'm quiet. I'm quiet, and so she would be the one that would liven up the house. Yeah. See, I do think she would work with you, but for me, I need someone more like Jiho. I mean, I married basically Sehi. Okay. Which I actually just real quick, I did tell Neil about the like I was just explaining about the drama, like the the and the board that was in his office where it was like employee likes and dislikes and how he said i like my cat and my house and my dislike is things like this and neil was like yeah that's what i would say (laughs) did you finish yours yeah wait finish what who would you mate oh suji obviously i mean okay that's like a given to me okay well i'm maybe not for you going to murder ho rock because I'm, <laughs> she's I'm like, I don't worried. care about anything because I'm murdering Ho Rong. <laughs> so Ho Rong is. I mean, I said that too. I will murder Ho Rong. Yeah. Um, I am going to mate Ji Ho. Oh. Because I think she's very hot. Yeah, she is. And would be mm-hmm. like a fun hookup. But okay. here's the thing is like, I feel like, I don't know if I feel like she's too much like me, but I just would be like, this is not what I want to saddle up to for like forever. But Suji, I want to have daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and like Suji would just like handle my shit. She'd pay my taxes. She would like have the financial house in order. Yeah, I don't think she'd be miserly. See, she and I would fight over that shit. I want to. I want to do do the taxes. I want to do the finances. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do any of that. I want to, but I don't want like in my life. I do it all because I want my husband doing it. But if I was in a relationship with Suji, I'd be like, "Yes, baby, you handle all the finances. You just give me a generous allowance. You be a stone cold bitch. So you want to be a kept woman. Mm, I mean, I want to do my own thing, but I also like want her to come home from a hard day and be like, ooh." Take off those heels. I'll treat you right with my Cheez-Its. <laughs> take off that bra. I'll, yeah, okay. I'll crush your Cheez-Its yeah, she, I mean, she's take, Yeah, she's going to come on and take off that bra. And I'm going to be like, yeah, let that out. Okay, I'm changing my answer. No. Because I also want to be a kept woman by Suji. <laughs> I, mean, I want her right? to be my sugar mama. Yeah. I want to come home. I'll be like, i take off the bra. I'll give you a back massage. She would drive. Honey, what do you want to eat? She's driving. I'm like, hey, let's go somewhere. She's got the yeah. keys. And I'd be like, yes, thank you. In my life, my husband's like, oh, I don't want to drive. I'm like, fuck. I want, like, if I'm going to be part of this, like, patriarchal system, take the fucking keys and drive the car. <laughs> like, what? Why am I fighting? Like, be the dude that's like, I want to drive 13 hours without stopping to pee. Instead, he's like, I've driven an hour and a half. You're turning tired. I'm like, God damn it. I'm just losing all around at the game of patriarchy. <laughs> Suji would be Suji you're would right. Be- I I I changed my I changed my answer. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
No, it's daddy. Daddy's But home. then we are both ENFPs. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like- it does. It does. <laughs> okay, let's go back to another. We got, I think we like the female answer better. Yeah, frankly. that was fun. Okay. That was really fun. I like the. Okay, I'm going to go to Patreon and do another fun one. Let's see. I'm just going to let, I'm going to play it like it's a roulette wheel. And I'm just going to let my finger stop on a question. And whatever question I stop on is what I'm going to ask. Um. Okay, I got this or that. This is fun. Okay. Okay, so Amy, you got, these are like designed for each of us. So, Amy, Lee Dong-uk or Wee Ha-jun? I know. I was like, what? like, why is everybody testing my Lee Dong-uk loyalty? Because I didn't pick him last time. Because you're you're not loyal. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> Throw some, some greased up young men around and Amy's like, boing. I'm going to go, no, I'm going to go age appropriate this time. And I'm going to, I'm going to say, you, you are? Don't look. Mm-hmm. No. I From, love, I love my Weeha June. I love my Weeha June. I can't believe this. But I love him. I love him as K. Right, only as oh, K. I mean, right. I don't, I don't dislike him in other stuff, but like, so right, E Dong Wook. Okay, so we have Reaper and K both dangling off of a. Cliff. You can't. No, you're not doing the good son thing to me again. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. So you have K and you have Reaper. You I can can't answer one. this because I'm going to spoil it by answering. I can't. I can't answer this because I have nobody gets another life. There's no other life. This is it. Both Amy and I, who have seen the drama, went. "Mm, We both had. We both did this head tilt at the same time. No, but no, but she's saying though. Edong look as Reaper or Weeha Jun as K. Yes. So no spoilers. No spoilers. These are separate beings. Why do you? Why do you get to modify the question? (laughs) Who gave you the power? What are you, Suji? What's going on here? It's my time. Um, that's rough. I don't, I actually, that's rough. It is rough, but I still have to go with Reaper because Reaper is like the OG. It's what made me fall in love with Edong Wook and I can't, I can't forsake him. That haircut, the hat. Are you kidding me? So baby K's getting the Amy boot. Baby K's getting the boot, but (laughs) down to the, I, I, I will let him live on rent free in my mind. The sea fo- the sea's lapping at him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be smiling the whole way down. <laughs> He's like, whatever makes you happy, baby. <laughs> whatever. He'd right. punch the sea in the face and he'd be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Megan. So this is Edong Uk again or mm-hmm. Ji Chang Uk. So this this is hard because the my like latest Ji Chang Wook roles have not been like my favorite, but mm-hmm. he's in so he's in a new drama coming up with Wee Ha Jun, which is like looks right up my alley. Like a lot of punching and fist fights and <laughs> mafia. It looks like it's like my name is written all over it. But I'm still going with Yi Dong Wook. Because 
here's the thing with Edong Wook is like I've liked every like single thing he like everything he's done is just there's just something about yeah that's Edong true Wook. have you ever seen him been like nope it's not doing it for me <laughs> like no. no it like does it for me every fucking time and bad and crazy like that drama was a turning point for me in my relationship with Edong Wook because. <laughs> <laughs> Because it really saw him in, like, a new light in that drama. Because he starts out so unlikable and then obviously turns likable. But there was just something about him in that drama that just, yeah, it, like, had me see him in, like, a whole new light. And I, it was just, like, I, it, like, solidified everything. Like, my heart just, yeah, like, I'm still completely encased around Edom. I'm Wook, still you know I mean? blown away by the emotional effect that drama had on me. Like, and how much that drama right. sort of grabbed me. And I was not right. expecting it. And then you guys know that Tale of the Nine-Tailed is like, like, Tale of the Nine-Tailed 1938? Fuck, he's so fucking good. Like, you can't, he's just so good. He's so good in everything he does. So, yeah, that's my answer. And it, you know, you guys know I love Ji Chang-Guk. I'm still waiting for him to kind of recapture the magic in my heart if you wish upon me did if you wish upon me was if you wish upon me did good, but, but it's not like healer like nothing is like healer though i think i think I that's know. the problem is you can't you you can't replicate healer healer is healer no, i healer can't lives replicate healer over here i know Untouchable. that but but reaper is also iconic right and so the fact that for me he's actually been able to recreate that magic at, like him in 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 role in in roles that mm-hmm. he I've seen him in since. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Like he's he's been able to recreate that magic for me in a way that Ji Chang Wook hasn't. And I truly think it's like I think he changed agencies recently, Ji Chang Wook, and I hope so because I think there was just whatever. I I can't. I am counting on him to making to make wise choices. From this point forward. Maybe he just needs to get like parkour as a writer in his contract. Like, right. I need more parkour. I, I also just really love him in action. Yeah. So I really, I, I'm very excited about what's coming up. Um, okay. So Leah got the battle of the J-Ooks. Mm-hmm. So you have Kim J-Ook or E-J-Ook. So I've just decided age is but a number, baby. We're going EJ Ook all the way. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that would um, be that would be a no. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, Kim Jae Ook. Kim, Kim Jae Ook is lovely. I'm excited for his new drama. I mean, that picture with his long hair. Yes, that did some things and to me. Look, antique. Like remember <laughs> antique? I yes. actually went back and looked, and I think and and our two lowest listened to podcasts ever. I went back and looked recently to be like, what were our lowest really? listen? It was antique and it was imaginary cat. <laughs> <laughs> because Megan and I are the only ones who've ever watched imaginary cat in the history of dramas. I'm so offended right now. <laughs> Megan and I cried. We cried over that cat, damn it. That cat almost had no legs. <laughs> the cat almost had its legs amputated. So yeah, I was like, I wonder what show, like, what were the two dramas that just nobody's ever, even like as they'd gone through our backlist, they're like, skip, skip. It was antique. And in antique, Kim Jae-uk plays 
a pastry making fuckboy who's got body rolls for days. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. And coffee prints. Look, private her private life. I like him in it. I think he's like the feminist husband I wish I but had. But we went to it already loving him from Coffee Prince. Yeah, but he's not going to make me want to turn into a trash panda raccoon just in a dumpster, just like eating like three-day-old Subway sandwich leftovers like I feel when I watch EJ Hook. <laughs> I mean, that's a good description. Accurate. That's a great description. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way they're in this new drama together so it's gonna i mean <sighs> yes what's the name of this drama so we, it, i just saw the picture and my brain just went away so i don't remember the name was there a name it was it's a it's like a work in progress the name let me see if i can find it do, 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 do. This is the stuff we edit out normally. But we're not gonna today. Is it gonna be the... Drop here, all K-pop. Um, new historical drama starring E.J. Ook and Joe Boa. And let's see. It's a mystery, mellow historical drama. Uh, Tangum says it's a working title. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, oh, here on uh, Asian Wiki, it says Hong Rong. Oh, so there's... And then it says Tongum behind okay. it. So there's like, I think, probably several working titles. And it's going to be out on Netflix. Okay. okay. Oh, EJ Wook is so... Well, I love speaking him. Of with all of Joe my Bo- Speaking of Joe Boa, we had another question, which was, do you have an actor or actress that you just don't vibe with? I recently tried Destined With You, and Joe Boa seems to be my least favorite part in the three dramas I've seen her in. oh Um, i i like her i can i get how she's not for everyone though like she's not i don't know how to i don't know how to explain it i don't know i don't know what it is i get it do you have one i've got mine it's a bit of a controversial one somebody who doesn't do it for me Okay, here's one. I've got one that's controversial. Okay. Well, maybe not for the yeah. two of you, but for like the world. Okay. Because um, I have a friend, we even did a pod on how one of my friends has watched Descendants of the Sun maybe 13 times at this oh. point. So for me, it is Song Joong Ki. Oh. I just, I mean, I just don't. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't jumped on that bandwagon. I've watched, I've tried Vincenzo. I watched all of Descendants. I watched, tried Reborn Rich. And I'm just like, I'm not like offended and like, ugh, get him away. I know, but I same talent. Like, I feel like person. I feel the same. I just, he hasn't grabbed me ever. Yeah. So Megan from Afternoon Army and Sarah from Afternoon asks are like on a crusade to get me to watch Vincenzo, which I have watched the first four episodes. And <laughs> I do intend to keep watching it because I, I told them I would. But I will tell you, Song Joon Ki has an absence of charm that is startling to me. <laughs> and I am going to piss off so many people by saying that because I know Vincenzo is beloved and I need to keep watching it. But the first four episodes, he ju- I just didn't. There was nothing. There was no depth there that made me care for him. And I understand people are like, oh, the, you know, he's unlikable at first. Look, I've 
watched unlikable characters, but there was always some sort of depth there that made me want to care about what happened to them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I can dislike someone, but I have to want to know what happens to them. And I sort of just didn't care. Um, But again, I told them I would keep watching and I will, but I'm, I'm basically, I'm saying I, I don't disagree with you. No, neither do I. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Else. I don't really get it. Yeah, I mean, I just for me, I feel I mean, like we all. It's just not for me. Like does not call to like in that situation. I'm reading Sarah J. Moss again. Oh my god, <laughs> like calls to like is used a lot. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I love listening to um, books. Because I don't you can, know. Come on, come on! Don't make me do another. Then I just look like a meanie. Oh, I, I I just don't, I will say, like, I didn't, Joe Boa in, I mean, A Tale of the Night, held, like, Joe Boa wasn't the star, and I feel really bad saying that, but, you know, Sorry. Edong-wook was, Edong-wook was the star there. So I don't know, I don't know if I have someone specific. So I'm going to go. So I'm sorry. With, I'm going to go again because none of you are. I don't. Mean, I'm I, not, but I'm trying to think. Like, there's nobody that I'm like, ugh, I don't want to watch. Okay. Her. I don't have anyone going, ugh. I don't have anyone going, ugh. But I've got people that I like just have had. So I'm just Park Shinhai. Park Shinhai. So I think that I've seen her in Airs and Memories of the Alhambra. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen, but I'm not very invested in watching her in a drama. <laughs> Fair. I don't think I've seen her in anything. I don't have anything to compare to other than Ayers, and we talked about that character being a water bottle character. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. I have anything else to compare to? She, she could change my mind. Yeah, I don't think she I've seen could her. change my mind in a way that Song Joong Ki could. He's really gonna have to work for it. <laughs> well, I mean, like I'm sure he's gonna lay up, yeah, right? He's, he's gonna, gonna be lay up at night, knocking on your door. Yeah, I'm worried. Why about don't you love this. me? Yeah, look, my he's, friend loves he's him. Definitely hurting. My friend loves him so much that she can love him for the both of us. Like he is. She has ultimate. enough love. That's and that's fine. Okay, do you want to pick another question on Patreon? Since you just made me be the asshole. Sure. I, yeah. Well, let let me do this. Okay, one. this one. Uh, I have one. Because... I have one that I want to answer, so we'll get to that. And we, yeah, just go. Okay, so <laughs> this has. I know which one you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. So th- I'm saying I'm choosing this one because it was based off of you know uh, I've talked in like maybe the last two podcasts that I read this book called Shark Heart, which was um, and again I want nothing is wrong with if if it was like a commercial fiction that, like romance where it was like a woman like has sex with a shark shifter like that's fine that's not what this book was this book was legitimately this like literary weird unique novel that was about a married couple and um in this world there are terminal illnesses where you have a mutation and you turn into an animal and there's different mutations like you could turn into like a snake or a komodo dragon like that was another one that someone had in this book she turned into a komodo dragon and tried to like eat her daughter i mean it was crazy and then uh so anyway it's a married couple and he turned 
he uh, gets the diagnosis that he's going to turn into a great white shark. So I talked about that. I Yes, it sounds crazy. Um, but anyway. Does he try to eat her ever? He does. Ha- he he has aggression. He has episodes of aggression. So he doesn't actually try to eat her, but there is aggressive episodes. Okay. She isn't sure if he would eat her or not. Um. Anyway, does she free him? At so the end? I like, really free Willie. Well, I okay. We, okay. I no, mean, I mean, I do want to know, but I kind of want to read it. I mean, this is a, it's a hardcover. I'm looking at it right now. Like it's an oh yeah. It's like it is. The weirdest book. I promise you, it is the weirdest book you'll ever read. And you'll have no idea where it's going. Because I, meaning like, I didn't, I was like, is this going to be like, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it other than it's fucking weird. Okay. Does she have past trauma with a shark? I'm just reading the description right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a weird book. And, and and I'm not like I didn't dislike it. I actually think about it often because it was so weird and unique. Anyway, so we had a great so because I've talked about this book, we had this great Patreon question that was I have a great fish or that. Sorry, this is that this or that. So the first is, uh, would you rather be in a happening and happening would you rather be in a happy and loving relationship with your favorite k-drama actor but for one for one week of every month he turns into a shark (laughs) which my husband will be like my wife does it's like shark week once a month anyway or would you rather see your favorite k-drama rewritten and turned into a shark shifter romance and then she wrote kim finn perhaps (laughs) instead of kim finn which is amazing like that's that's amazing kim kim finn, finn. I, i'm choosing kim finn on this one because i don't honestly, i don't want to if i don't have to be married to a shark then i'll i'll ha- i'll watch goblin as kim finn and see how that goes as i've been thinking about kim finn the entire day like it, every like it just randomly I, that's one that i saw and i started laughing and i messaged i'm like megan you have to go Patreon. I laughed out I laughed out loud. I um also I want to see my favorite K drama rewritten and turned into a, sh- a shifter. Shark shifter mm-hmm. romance. Can you imagine? So what, what would if, that be? Like, I'm, not, I'm a not a robot. <laughs> I'm not a robot. What if she's like a fake shark in like a shark suit? <laughs> no. Now I'm just seeing like the old Saturday Night Live with a shark knocking on the door. <laughs> okay. I think you could keep it still the robot, but instead of being able to not touch people, he like goes in to do the military thing, and he's like, "You don't believe me?" <laughs> he like turns into a shark, flops around on the floor, <laughs> and he and he hawks out into a shark, <laughs> and then he has to live alone because he doesn't have like any cheap, and he has to like be in like a tank. So like when she's the robot, she has to like go up to the tank, and he's like looking at because he's like, "No one can know my shame." <laughs> and, and, he, and he doesn't want to eat her because she's yeah. a robot so she's not me <laughs> but, but he's like but why she can't let him know she actually has she actually has meat <laughs> oh shit this and is and then great. she cuts herself and bleeds real blood <gasps> and, and, and she bleeds and her blood and, and, sh- and the shark no. sniffs it and then he wants to eat her and then, her, and then the they tank. realize they have to be separate <laughs> leaps out of the <laughs> He just hulks through the glass. 
That's like what and happens when like, he breaks no. all the glass. Yeah, when he breaks all the glass that one time, this time it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> and this time when and he finds out like, the truth, he just eats her because he's pissed. He's, she's like, I'm not a robot. <laughs> and he's like, chomp. And he's like, no shit. God, you taste good. <laughs> I think Goblin, she has to be the shark's bride. Oh my God. <laughs> Can he be a hammerhead? (laughs) I can't. Oh, God, stop my stomach. Crying at hammerhead. (laughs) (sighs) What's that? Wait, what's your name? She has to take the the harpoon out of his chest. (laughs) So they live on a boat. They have to live on a boat. Like, what she could be is the remora fish in her next life. Oh my god! Oh so my she has to come back as oh the little god. fish. That's the one that, like, you know, the tiny fish that like lives on the sharks and like eats their little yeah. bacteria and yeah. like, they, like barnacles them, basically. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, in my next yeah, life, I'm going to go good. through the tea house and I'm going to come back as your little remora. <laughs> I can't. The harpoon. Like I'm going. I'm going. I'm going, I do not want to see Mr. Sunshine or Reply 1988 as a shark shifter. Who, who shifts in those? Like, everyone? And, and oh let me just be real. Like, I'm just, like, for me, if I could pick, like, what is it? I get to be with my favorite K-drama actor. He just has to be a shark once a week or a month. I'd be like, yeah, we'll just take you to Monterey Bay Aquarium, give you some R&R, see you in a week. And I'm going, Bjorn Johan. I'm just driving him down as he's like jerking in his seat. I'm like, don't worry, baby. I got you. We're almost there. And then what happens yeah. when you get into a traffic jam <laughs> and he sharks out in the car? You're gone. No. Remember? He remember when Eugene has to shoot has to shoot the window in Mr. Sunshine and then he has to say, like, you know, help me. I'm like a US citizen. What if he's like I'm, I'm, a, shark. I'm a great white shark? I'm a great white shark. <laughs> This is not fun. This is not as funny as you think it is. <laughs> I think this is fucking hilarious. It is, I am it's, dying. It's funny. June Tack pulling a harpoon out of Goblin. Can you see my harpoon? Do you see the harpoon? Oh. <laughs> And then does Only get, like, the mold? shark's bride can see. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and does the shark like get a mullet? Like as it half turns, like the black mullet starts to grow out of the back of the shark. Oh my god! Oh god! I can't. Okay. Well, great question, listener. You just made Megan pee her pants. <laughs> I did. I did. I did actually pee. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Um, can we do a K-pop rack? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do. We're we're getting to the end here, so let's just uh, hulk oh in God. a little bit. I don't know why hulk in is the verb of the night, but we're gonna do a little K-pop rack of the week. And Amy, what do you have for us? I know what. And then what I've got a segue mean? question from this. Okay, good from because the Patreon. That because that's what I want to answer. Um. Okay. So I had mentioned last. I think last week that the Rose's comeback was coming up and it's coming faster than I thought because 
as of the time of this drama, the Rose's comeback will be in two days. September 22nd. Duel. So that, I am recommending a whole album, okay? Recommending Duel, the comeback that will be out by the time this episode airs. There's two different versions of Duel, Dusk and Dawn. Wait, I'm sorry, real quick. Are you saying Duel, like D-U-A-L? Yes, D-U-A-L. Okay. D-U-A-L. That's all. Sorry, that's okay. that's a good, that's a good no, thing. Okay. It'll be in the show notes, hopefully spelled correctly. Um, right. Yes, so Duel, D-U-A-L. And there's two versions, Dusk and Dawn. Same songs on both, but of course different visuals, so I ordered both of them. Um, and there are three singles out so far. Alive and Back to Me were released first, and then You're Beautiful just came out uh, pretty recently. And my favorite song so far is Back to Me. I will say that. That is my total fave as of right now. So good. But you have to check out the one-shot, one-take, second music video for Your Beautiful because it is fire. And you can find it on The Rose's uh, Instagram. It's just at official underscore The Rose. And it is worth a watch. It's amazing. Um, you know, or head over to the Rosarium app and join with me because it's fun over there as well. Um, and this band, like, I didn't know what I was getting into. And I, I've, I've brought this up before and I have Tanya to thank for it. Tanya from Afternoon Army who was like, I'm coming to Chicago. Do you want to come with me to a Rose, like, post-Lala show? I was like, sure. She's like, it's only 60 bucks. I'm like, awesome. And, yeah, I've never been the same. I'm going to see them in Denver in October for their official tour. And I will be there for sound check. And I cannot wait. Like, I cannot wait. I'm going to be talking about this for months. So, just so you know. Oh, I'm so yes. happy for you. That sounds um, awesome. And also, just one other thing. I mean, of all the things that they're doing, they're also doing this, like, self-care series for the for this app called Mindset. Or it's also on Mindset's YouTube channel. Um, and they're doing this awesome self-care series where they're talking about, like, ways that they've struggled um to take care of themselves uh you know some of it even get you know gets into like mental health issues and then talk about how they overcame that stuff it's really really uplifting um that's amazing yeah i mean so so cool and i'm just kind of anticipating by teaser clips there's a short album teaser film for duel on their instagram and there's a song called Eclipse that you only get to hear like several seconds of, but I'm like, mm, I think that's going to be one of my favorites too. So oh. I'm just, I'm really, really excited about this. Um, I'm going to gush about the rose, like I said, for a long time, up until the concert, after the concert. So you have been warned. I'm not going to shut up about it. But head on over to the Rose app if you want to buy pre-purchase Duel. Um, before it comes out in two days, which it'll already be out by the time you hear this, so scratch that. Still head over to the Rosarium app and uh, and purchase Duel anyway because it is going to be fucking fantastic. And this is only their second full album together, really, mm-hmm. because they um, yeah. they got together, they put out their first album, um, and then they did their military conscription. Oh, okay. So and then like, they, I thought they'd been together and then, for a while. Well, and okay. then they, yeah, like I think 2017. Um, but then they also had a falling out with their management, and so this is kind of like starting over. You know, this this whole oh, album for them. Good. I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. I hope it like sells gangbusters for them. They're amazing. I love them so much. Amy will be contributing to like 25 percent of that. <laughs> Seriously, I don't even have a CD player, but whatever. 
I've got the double, <laughs> the the deluxe double disc set. So I got a whole shelf. Uh, yeah, I I buy the CDs yeah in my car. And... I can listen in my car, and I will. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Right. Thank you. So the good segue here, and maybe something that we can close out tonight with is where's this question there are super talented k-pop idols that have transitioned to dramas who is someone you would love to see star in a drama and what type of role would it be and if anyone tries to take mine i will take red chopsticks and shove them in your face what do you mean who's gonna take (laughs) yours i already told you what i was doing so you know i'm not gonna take yours okay (laughs) <laughs> oh, I do want to say that there was, it was like, there was all this news that Raoon is like leaving SF9 yes. Yes. to focus on his acting. And I was kind of like, hasn't he already, like, it was, yeah. it felt to me like all these people were like reacting to that as if it was new news. And I was like, I'm Don't like, he's pretty much an actor that? now. Yeah, we, he was, he's been doing that, people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't true. know if you thought he was going to go back to F- SF9 regularly, but we kind of all knew he wasn't. And, and SF9, will be fine. They have so many talented guys. Like, they'll be fine. So, can I just say mine? Because I've been dying to yeah, say it all night. Okay. So, for sure, mine's going to be Wusong from The Rose. Um, so he, and what gave me this vibe, he has a solo song called Phase Me. I will put the link in the show notes because you have to go watch this video for Phase Me. Um, but it gives the vibe of him being kind of like a vampire king with like all his female sort of minions. Um, and I, yeah, I want to see Kim Woo-sung as a vampire in a drama, not a comedy vampire either. Like we're talking like Sheriff Eric Northman type of vampire. That's what mm, I want. I like that. So that's my answer. Final answer. Go ahead, Leah. I mean, I'm going Min Yoon Gi, who is drama win, right? Duh. (laughs) And I want to see him. I'm going to go with my wish, because why not just put out to universe what you want, which is he is in love with himself, which is the duality of it. Like, I want to take like the Hagem video and it's like the bad cop plus like the, you know, ne'er-do-well like street urchin stealer and you know it's a cat and mouse game with himself and so it'd be like bad and crazy well <laughs> <laughs> uh except you love yourself yeah <laughs> that's what i would like and uh, i yeah. want to see min yoongi as a or mafia boss uh, yeah. k-drama actor very badly does yeah, he like know does he know that he's in love with himself no. Fun. I like it. Um, This is actually really hard for me because I like a lot of groups and I think so many of them could be amazing uh, actors. But I think, you know, I'm going to go right back to my tried and true ATs. So ATs, three of the members have uh, starred in a drama called Imitation. Yunho, San, and Songwa. Um, and uh, Songwa is my bias in ATs. He's my favorite. And one of the reasons he's my favorite is because he's a complete performer. Like, he performs on stage, and you can tell he takes on a role, like, each song. He 
you know, ATs has a storyline, so they all kind of have roles, but I feel like Songwa really takes it to heart and he's the one who really fulfills these roles. And so uh I and I've always been like, I really want him to have more solo activities. Um, I would love to see him in a drama and I want I actually want to see him as a villain. I'd love to see him as some sort of like fantasy or paranormal villain. And I kind of want him to like go out in a blaze of gore glory, like a la uh, our favorite uh, from Lawless Lawyer on Oju. I, yeah, I think he, and maybe that's kind of weird that I want my bias to be a villain, but I just think he'd be so fucking good at it. Like, I love a good villain, you know, or, or like a good villain, like in Suspicious Partner, who's just like, he's so charismatic in the beginning. You don't know, you don't know he's the villain, but then he plays that villain role so well and he's he's still charming as a villain. Like remember our like he was one of our favorite villains and I feel like we haven't talked about him in a while from Sus- Suspicious Partner. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. so good. He was right? He remember was how much we loved him? Yes. And I feel like I could see Songwa being that type of villain. He just has a like kind of sharp features that I think just are really good. Uh would be really good villainy so yeah that's what that's what i want to see but honestly guys like that's one thing i love about k-pop is they're just such full-fledged performers like the full gamut where they are like inhabiting full roles and so because uh, ATs isn't the only one with storyline you have like xo where like all the members have like magical powers like they each like one controls the wind one control like you know what i mean like uh-huh. it just is in it's just built into k-pop for uh these idols to just be amazing performers and actors so that's why i think you see so many of them transitioning become yeah. actors yeah transition all right well i think that this was a fun episode i really think the shark took kim shin took the night or kim finn took the night kim finn i that's the most fun i've had in a long time swimming to immortality (laughs) that's going on a button (laughs) swimming to immortality oh god the sharks the sharks (laughs) bride that's the title of the book that was his his purgatory was not like walking through sand it was just like swimming through like ocean after ocean the deep blue like the deep blue where there's like nothing (laughs) just empty expanse yeah the odd no food, just like empty, deep blue water. He's like, I miss, microplastic. He's like, I miss my harpoon. <laughs> but he can't like talk because he is, you know, like a shark mouth. <laughs> it's just bubbles coming out. And then there's subtitles. <laughs> each each bubble is a word. <laughs> and then just like oh stop. We <laughs> God come down in form of like a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> No, I want God. No, yeah. God's an octopus. <laughs> the kraken. God's a lionfish. <laughs> it's just, oh yeah. my god! It's just okay. Okay. Marlin. It's a clownfish. It's Dory. <laughs> D- just keep swimming. This is fucking. Oh, Kim clownfish. Finn. It's like just hey. comes up. Hey, Kim Finn. <laughs> How's it going, Kim Finn? What was the choice that he was oh. given in Purgatory? I'm kind of like blanking when he like because there was like a deep voice right did i make this up am i like moses sing 
Goblin? When he's in purgatory, there's a deep voice, you said? No, was there? I feel like there was something. Oh, I don't know. Was it just silence in the snow? I'm blanking. No, some... Wasn't somebody it like, talks to him. It was snow. It was snow. Yeah, right? Snow. Yeah, he was in the oh. snowy... Oh, okay. Yeah. It was cold. But I don't remember if it was like... Kim I don't think it was like... <laughs> none shall pass. <laughs> I told... You have done I totally thought it was sand. time, time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's time to end it here <laughs> oh god what thank you patrons fun, for your amazing questions suggestions all of it mm-hmm. uh yeah we appreciate you so much and we will yeah. talk to y'all next time Samnida. thank you for listening to afternoon of delight where can you find us outside the pod head on over to afternoonadelight.com That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T dot com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, annyeong!